Hello, I'm Craig Constantine. Welcome. This is the Podcaster Community Show, short conversations that are not just about podcasting, because I like to take the scenic route. Our guest today is Aradya Tiwari. Welcome, Aradya. How are you this evening? You're way ahead of me. Yeah, it's evening. You're almost night. <laughs> and I am wonderful. I had a good day. I went out with my friends. I enjoyed the day. So yeah, it's been a good day for me. How are you? I'm good. Uh, it's my late morning coming up on lunchtime. I often say people are rolling their eyes who listen a lot. Oh no, he's going to say the thing about, I love that this is even possible that we like literally me and you, but just any two people that we can have these conversations around the world. I have one this evening, theoretically from somebody in New Zealand who got quarantine and is holed up for COVID, but hopefully they're doing well. But just to be able to find somebody and connect with them and then have a conversation um, really, uh, I think is very special. Um, you know, what would the people from the 1300s think about this, right? So I, I know that you have a podcast and the first thing I want to say is congratulations on reaching 17 episodes. I think for everybody listening and you and I know that podcasting is lonely. Like you got to do it all by yourself. Even when you have a guest, there's a lot and you're always thinking, should I do this part? Should I do that? What should I, should like, I don't do intro music. Should I have music? Should I record? There's all these pieces. And I know for me, I'm guessing also for you, our drive to make it really good can be really challenging. So the, I guess the first question I have for you is about, um, you, uh, like you went 10 or 12 episodes and then you started bringing guests onto your show. And was that an intentional transition or were you always imagining from the very beginning that you would want to have conversations in the podcast or was it originally meant to be just your voice or how did that change occur? So the thing was my podcast started as me talking about stories and how they come up and anything and everything. I was There was no, no such topic in mind because, you know, stories don't have a particular topic. And for me, stories are everything. Stories like just hearing other people's stories is very different from talking about my own. So I had this plan that maybe I can develop some episodes where I am talking about stories so that, you know, if I'm approaching new people, they would know some sort of, they have some sort of idea of what is going to happen here and, you know, what are you going to deal with here? So that, I think that was the basic idea. And also there was a little bit of resistance on like going out to people and asking them, would you like to come to my podcast? Because that is a very scary part when you're just starting out that, oh my God, what would, what if they say no? Oh my God, what if this well, is... What if they say no? Who cares? Like, yeah. We... yeah, now I have gotten the... Ha like, now I'm like, okay, what if they don't reply? It's okay. But before, you know, a beginning in the beginning, you're just scared of even just like doing that, posting that episode. Okay, mm. I'm going to hit post. That is also very <laughs> difficult. So I think that was uh, how it all evolved from me talking about stories to other people coming here and talking about their stories. I'm thinking that there's, I'm not sure if I've done, talked about this on a podcast episode. I'm thinking that there's a similar, uh, what do writers call it? The fear of the blank page and painters. I've, I've read painters talk about just cover the canvas, just get something on there. So you're not looking at blank canvas because you can paint over it later if it's the wrong color. And I'm, I'm wondering, were you, uh, you're nodding along. Nobody can hear that, but <laughs> you're nodding along. Do you feel like 
the initial podcasts were your way to just cover the canvas. And then when the world didn't burn down after you published an episode, you're like, oh, all right, I guess it's safe to do this a few more times. Do you feel like those early episodes just got, you just get something up there? Yeah, it was like to get the ball rolling because if I wasn't there to even publish one episode, then I wouldn't have done that anyhow. Like I would, it would be a podcast with zero episodes if I wouldn't have come out in this hit first. <laughs> So that was like to just get the ball rolling and, you know, just, you know, just like you said, painting the canvas, some things, just going out there and just typing something, just like stories, Uh, you know, when you're writing something and you're just at a writer's block, you are said to write at least something, just go ahead and write blabber shit, you just go ahead and do something and that's it. And that's the, I think that's how my podcast started as well. I was like, I can just write something. It doesn't have to be perfect. I can record that and that's it. And no, it's not like first episode, people are going to come around and like, you know, criticize it for how, how, you know, how not perfect it is. So I think that's how first episode came out with me not obsessing over the perfection part of it. And just like, you know, I'm going to hit post. That's it. I'm running away after this. Hmm. Have you found, you you mentioned the perfectionist and I I totally understand. I have the same... (laughs) It's almost obsessive compulsive, the the drive to, yeah. well, I could, I could make this better. I could, yeah. I could do a better job of this. I could yeah. fix this piece. I could change that piece. I could have transcripts, all these things I could do. Um, do you find that that's come back around? So it sounds like you kind of got that monster under control. And then when you brought in people for conversations, did the monster come back? But now it's got like a new face or a new set of horns or something. Yeah. So it's like when I'm doing podcast interviews with people I some, somewhat know, like people who are maybe I've known from a relative, from, known from a friend. So they are people I've conversed uh, for like once or twice. For them, it's like, okay, they are people I know. I can, I can do this. I can get a good podcast out of them and I don't have to make it perfect because it's going to be a conversation. And then it just goes on very smoothly. You know, the resistance isn't coming that much. But when I am going out to take an interview of a person, I barely know just by that. Like I've only seen their social media or I've only seen their you know, website and all, then, oh my God, the perfection is unreal. I'm like, oh, maybe I should write down some questions. Maybe I should do this. Maybe I, maybe I should ask them if they're comfortable with it or not. And there's just so much questioning going around until it happens. And then it's just like, okay, just let it go and do it. Now it's now and never. And if it fucks it up and then it fucks it up, that just no. There's no going back here from here. And after that also, when the editing part comes in. So now I've stopped editing. I'm like, let it be real. Let it Mm. be. Just let it. This is what a conversation is like. You you just don't cut out a conversation. So now it's just (laughs) real. And what I I am hearing, people are going to hear it. So that's it. Mm. That's where it goes. Um, You're talking my language now. The idea that... Um, I, I don't actually, I actually don't hear a lot of people talk about how do I make my podcast sound authentic? People figure out pretty quick, yeah. well, the way to sound authentic is to just be yourself. <laughs> like, you know, I'm, I've always wondered what would happen if I tried to do, I have a, a few different shows and I've done some different work, but it's all basically the same version of me. It's just me like yeah. doing my, Oh, well, that's interesting. Let's, let's talk about this. And I've always wondered what would happen if I tried to do something very different. Like if I tried to, I don't know, 
come across in audio as a tiny person. Like, I don't know how I would do that. I have to change my entire personality to something like it. And it, you're laughing because it doesn't fit what you're looking at. But have you ever, have you ever thought about what, uh, I was going to say, what sort of persona you wanted to convey or had you always thought, ah, I'm just going to, it's going to be transparent. It's just going to be me. You know, the thing was, uh, when I started with podcasts, the first idea was doing a marketing podcast. So I've been always been, you know, centered towards how marketing is. And I've read Seth Gordon's, Mm -hmm. this is marketing and all that. And I am a business, I'm a business commerce major. So, you know, that just was like the basic idea. Okay, let's just start with marketing because maybe you know some of it. So you can start with it. Then halfway through it, I'm realizing it's not me. That, okay, mm-hmm. I know this, I know this stuff and I can talk about it, but am I really liking this? Am I really into this? Then that, you know, that contemplation just led me to believe that if it's not the real me, if it's not something I love to do, then it won't be authentic enough to actually go forward with it. Mm-hmm. And that's when I, you know, uh, I stopped that podcast. I think it had like 10 episodes, 10 episodes. And I was like, okay, I'm done with this. I need to start something where, where I can be real. I can just talk. I can just blabber and it would make sense. Mm-hmm. And that's how, you know, Radha's podcast came forward. And I had no plan of like what I'm going to do there, what I'm going to talk about. Because it was like, I am going to converse with the people. So that's it. That was the basic idea. And that I think that just made it real. That just made it genuine because I had no plan and I didn't think I have to act like this. I have to like be like that because that's what I'm approaching you for. That's what I'm approaching the listeners for that. Mm. This is what you're getting here. Aratha, real Aratha. And yeah, the guests will get that too. Uh, I think that's the best way. I, I, I'm nodding along while you're talking. I think that's the best way to approach it. That's how I do it. Hey, here it is. Um, do you find that, like, I'm, I'm wondering about like where I'm looking, hmm, I wonder what you find challenging. Do you find that conversations are are easier or harder or there's no difference if you get a conversation partner that you don't agree with? Like, you know, sometimes people... Uh, like podcasters, like doesn't happen to me, but I could say, oh, I have a hard time when the guest disagrees with everything I say. That's not my personal situation, but that could happen. I'm wondering if you've experienced uh, different kinds of conversations that challenge you and maybe you don't um, want to go toward those conversations or you do go toward them. I mean, fortunately, unfortunately, maybe I appro- don't approach those kind of people that, uh, you know, I contradict perspectives with yet. Like... I, it might be that I am not that well versed in that kind of topic and uh, you know the person is like very knowledgeable in that and I am just lost I'm at a loss of words of what to say to that person but there's also the thing about perspective that not everybody is going to have the same perspective as me and you know and that's okay because I think that just what makes the conversation interesting and you know carry it forward effortlessly because there are times where the person I'm interviewing would say things that I might not agree with or maybe there's something that I might change about it but 
accepting that and acknowledging that perspective really makes a difference because then you're like okay i get you and that is a very different perspective you like put in the picture so that i think really makes a whole lot of difference in the conversation that okay there are people i agree with but there are people i don't and that i think is the you know essence of a conversation where people are coming around and they have different perspectives different views and different opinions and they can talk freely about it without any kind of judgment Are you also a podcast listener? Like, do you particularly follow certain kinds? Like, what are some, uh, what are some, like, give me a, I want to say if there's a painter who, like, does point a list, you know, just give me some random points of, like, I really like to listen to, okay. and I don't like to listen to. So, I mostly listen to, like, those positive and, you know, the self self love and you know self awareness podcast there's a there's a podcast my friend does it's called pinch of positivity so it's like you know just accepting yourself and being positive about about everything around you being grateful and there's a consulting podcast i listen to that's also a friend of mine i mostly listen to my friends i and that's there's a good point uh there's ted gordon's podcast i've listened to that as well tim ferris so yeah, I listen to podcast time to time. I'm not, a, I won't say I'm not like a very keen listener who does that every day. But yeah, I do listen to those podcasts because I I like to listen to things that make me feel good and like you know I feel that I'm I'm gaining something from it. So yeah, so that's what I go for. I I like the phrase listening listening to feel good. Like yeah. I want to listen to things that make me feel good. And sometimes I do that. Mostly I listen to things because I'm I'm passionately curious. So I wanna I wanna hear the conversation with a person that I can't get a hold of and like, oh all right, you know, I'm like I call it like skip conversations. Uh, I can't talk to that person, but I can listen to the person who talked to that person. Yeah. Um so that's it's it's interesting always I find it's always interesting to hear what other podcasters do. Um, to sort of energize and find ideas. Um, So are there other things you do? You look like you're going to say something. Other things I do as in like in... Yeah, to recharge. Like, you know, like me, I say, oh, I go for a walk. Like I'll go out and perambulate, you know, and then come back like, where's my pen? I got to write this stuff down. Uh, Do you walk? Do you exercise? Like what is it that you do to recharge? I mean, for, you know, for that imagination and for the for those creative juices I think I I mostly go out and observe I would just go out and sit down at a place and I would just you know observe people observe around me or, or like the things that are happening and there's a small small things that we don't realize we just you know pass by and when we are like uh, so busy with life so when I'm like okay I've, maybe I have I just I can just go out and sit or sit and eat something and just look at people that's like i think my best pastime because then i can get those imagination flowing and write stories i and i that's i carry my phone everywhere so i just open the notes app i have an idea i'm like i'm writing this down before i forget it so i think that uh, really works out because anytime any time of the day i'm just writing in my phone okay i don't want to forget this i just type it down I think that's a very wise, I've, I've heard um, other people describe what you're describing as something called sit spotting, like, you know, I'm sitting in one spot and I'm looking at other people. Um, and But more generally, it's mindfulness practice to just sit and be mindful of what's going on instead of moving mindlessly yeah. through one's day. Um, and I don't know if you've done enough 
conversations yet for the podcast. This might be a little bit early to ask this question, but do you find that doing that helps you? Like, are you getting better at observing the conversation and observing the person you're talking with? Yeah, I mean, that like talking to more people definitely helps a lot in podcasts, particularly because sometimes there are things that you don't like realize until you have done that. And mm-hmm. in podcast, it was the same for me. Like when I started taking guest interviews, I was like very nervous and jittery. And, you know, I used to write so many questions. And at the end, I would realize that it could, didn't even have to ask so many. And we could have just, you know, kept the conversation flowing like it was. And I just, you know, th- that just breaks the rhythm. And then slowly I realized maybe I even don't need a question to start with. I can just, you know, go on with the call. Like just how it would be like, I am meeting a person in real life. Would I write down a question and then go ask them that? No, I won't. So then why would why am I doing it here? So I think that is something I've learned, you know, in this journey of taking guest interviews. Where Now I don't plan things like like a you know micromanage things beforehand i'm just you know yolo kind of situation <laughs> so i'm going there and i'm like yeah okay let's do this we are going to see what's going to happen next <laughs> i haven't heard yolo in ages because that, that tends to get used more in real life i had a, a close friend we were in a big city and and she was like we were trying to cross the street and she's like yolo and just went out in the traffic and i was like oh my whoa you only live once maybe literally if you walk out into traffic um Nice, nice, nice YOLO drop. Do you, um, I, I love that you're talking about not writing down questions and <clears throat> I, cause I don't do that. I have a giant piece of paper in front of me, but it's a giant checklist. It's not yeah, you know, material I that. that I've written. <laughs> yeah. I mean, writing things down that the person have said that makes a lot of difference other than, you know, practicing things beforehand doesn't really help. And I used to do that before. <laughs> So, yeah, it's not the same experience. Yeah. My personal experience of me standing in front of a mirror like this is what I'm going to say doesn't make doesn't, doesn't go carry that, that way. It doesn't go that way. Yeah. Yeah, I'm busy panicking. <laughs> um Yeah, oh, so many good things. Uh let's see. How about um I don't know, is there anything else that's top of mind for you or questions that you had? I mean, uh, yeah, just talking about, you know, the how preparation and like, how do you come forward with podcasts and all. So, like, you know, so before I used to think that, you know, the podcast should be you know, very long and, you know, it should be very, you have to chat with the person for a long time to really understand what they're talking about. But then I realized maybe... You know, the person is going to focus on one question only. Like, maybe I can ask them something and they're going to go talk about that. And when you, when then I realize the real life situation. Like, if I'm meeting that person in real life and I have only a limited time, are you going to talk about 10 topics or are you going to focus on one? So that's how I think that's like how I evolved through it. That, okay, that person is sitting with you in real life. You're having coffee. What are you going to do? Are you going to bombard them with questions or are you going to just be like, okay, just tell me about yourself. What's up? How's the coffee, right? (laughs) (laughs) So I think that just helped a lot in gaining that confidence as well. Terrific. Um, I always hate to say it, but I think that's a great place to stop. Um, I think you're going to be doing great things. I've listened to a couple episodes and I think you're well on your way. So I wish you the best of luck. And uh, I 
would normally say, have a great day, except it's soon time to go to sleep. So have a great tomorrow. Thank you for taking the time to join me. Thank you so much. Thank you. It was a wonderful conversation. So yeah, it was wonderful.